Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest night's adventures throughout the world of live and local music. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check out MarkSterryMusic.net for upcoming shows, news, and info. If you'd like to toss a buck or two in the podcast tip jar, please visit Patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Gig highlight of the week was Rockin' Rose Town Legion for Mindy's birthday Saturday. Picked up my gear after Easter, and the smoke was still settling. This week's podcast, number 339 on Tuesday, April 19th, 2022, is part one of two with Carl Obermeyer and Rick Pockert for the Minnesota rock band Capital Sons. We discuss the origins of the band, favorite cover songs, the Rolling Stones' Steel Wheels tour, and more. Enjoy the conversation. That time with the hooker and no, never mind. <laughs> That's a good way to kick. I hit record. That's staying in. All right, Carl and Rick from Capital Sons. Thank you guys for being on the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. We're here at the beautiful B Dale Club on a gorgeous, finally spring day here. Uh, little chit chatter in the background. There's a board meeting tonight, as our listeners would know when I record these. It'll board, quiet a down board soon. Meeting with a pool table. Oh yeah, there's guys playing pool here. <laughs> and yeah, drinks. Uh, EJ's serving food. You got my friend Tukey selling pull tabs. It's the whole, it's like the, the cheers of St. Paul slash Roseville. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Uh, thanks for having us, first of all, Mark. And yeah, I'm, I am coming off of a uh, an illness, so... Uh, I'm a little bit stuffed up, but uh, I'm 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 on the good side of things, and it's it's not COVID. I tested myself and all that good stuff. So, but uh, yeah, outside of maybe the physical, uh, not feeling so great. Uh, glad to be here, and um, yeah. Carl reached out to me about uh, doing the podcast a little while back, and uh, sent me some stuff over on Facebook. It sounded awesome. Seemed like cool dudes, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. So what's your kind of guys' story, just in general, the Capital Sons, or Capital Sons, not the? Okay, well, yeah, I, I formed the band in 2005 with um, uh, the the, for the original drummer. He moved up here from Phoenix to help me start the band. So where are you from? I'm from Minneapolis. Okay. Yep, yep born and raised. Um, and I had uh, just coming out of a band uh, and... Um, Wanted to uh, had all these songs I had written, and uh, I wanted to form a band of my own, and uh, you know, work these songs that I'd written and, and and flesh them out. And so he moved up here, became my roommate, bought my first house at the time. So he helped me out, and you know, I was poor at the time and paying rent. And uh, he's also the drummer of my band, so we practiced in the basement, and then. Uh, we found a guitar player, lead guitar player, and a bassist, uh, and that was the formation of Capital Sons. And we released our first album in, in 2005. And the, you know, over the years, the band's gone through multiple personnel changes. Um, uh, I'm the only original member left, but uh, in that time, we've uh, done quite a bit. Played probably I don't know 300 plus shows. Uh, we've um, you know had airplay on you know the current and a lot of the you know 93x and uh, KFAI and a lot of the you know main radio stations around town. We've released uh, as of right now we've got five albums out of music. Uh, we're working on our sixth. 
in the studio right now, matter of fact, working on it. And um, lots of critical uh, acclaim, you know, all over the, you know, country and even some international stuff, uh, music blogs, uh, gotten some critical acclaim uh, internationally there. And How do you get that? Um, so when we release a song now, I will, uh, there's a site called Music uh, um, Submit Hub, and they have access to music bloggers from all around the world. And you can submit your music to to music bloggers all around the world through that site. And uh, it's not free, but uh, it's it's minimal cost. Uh, and um, that way, yeah. So that's how you. And if they a, like it, they'll write a little article on yep, it, put it on something. Exactly. Yep. If they like it, they'll listen to it, and then if they like it, they'll they'll do a little write up on it. So super cool. Yep. What does the name Capital Suns come from? It comes from nowhere other than... Uh, I figured you were St. Paul boys. <laughs> well, cap, that would be spelled C-A-P-I-T-O-L then. Oh, this is like Capitol Records. Yeah, or, yeah, or Capital is in, you know, oh, money. But, show uh, me the money. Show me the money. <laughs> wow. Honest, honestly, Mark, when we were thinking about the band name, we literally all sat in my living room with... Everybody had a notepad and a pen, and we were like, all right, for the next half hour, just everybody write potential band names... You know, at, at the end of a half an hour, we'll set a timer. We'll go through everybody's options, and Capital Suns was the one that that won out because it it sounded the uh, you know it's easy to pronounce. It wasn't like a tongue twister, and it didn't really have any deep meaning. But uh, you know, something that we could uh, kudos to them because I came up with "Kick the Dog" for a cover band. Had to be stuck with it for kick ten the dog. years. That was yeah. Kick that was the dog. That was his cover band. Yeah. My cover day band. job is doing therapy dog I work, I, dude. I could tell you. I just kudos came to you, by the way. I just came back from the Union Gospel Homeless Shelter. My dog got certified today and awesome. did her first awesome. her first uh, uh, session today. So yeah, kick the dog. I don't know about that name. <laughs> I know brother. we're all we're all Trust dog me, lovers. We're all pet lovers. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot. Of, there's a lot of stories that are kind of yeah. trust me. We've given with that, but, plenty of crap but, about uh, that one. You know, if I'd have known the band was going to last ten years, it would have would have given it more thought. You know, <laughs> wow. So it's still better than hot. A, at least he came up with a, a, a cool name. It is a cool name. I'm a big fan of like Tennessee Williams and that some of that playwriting stuff. And he always said you're supposed to have a cuh in everything to make people oh, sit in people's okay. ear okay. like a hard consonant so capital we sums. got it we got the so cup. it pops yeah right out of the um, gate some stuff you know mm. just bleh, you know some glad mm-hmm. you can yeah the name definitely sits for sure cool um so you're based out of minneapolis what's the first venue you ever played well, the, ver- the very Sons. first uh, show we did was something called John Stock, which was a festival on on Johnson Street in Northeast Minneapolis, um, and uh, it's just like a music and art arts festival for local vendors. That was our very first sh- uh, show. I think the very first venue we probably played was. I mean, God, it's been it's been a while. I'd have to look at the website to see our previous shows, but probably something like either the Club Underground in Northeast. Um, or maybe Mazelax, I'm not sure. Yeah. Are any songs you played then still on your set list now? Uh, yeah, I mean, not maybe not our... Yeah, yeah, like Misunderstood, we still play regularly. That's on the first record. Halo is on the first record. We still play that pretty regularly. Spark is on the first record. We play that relatively regularly. Waiting for you. 
Waiting for You's second record, yeah. but yeah, we still play that. Um, I mean, we try to keep playing the, the older material, you know. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we do focus on the newer stuff. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. How long are you guys' shows in general? Are they like three, four-hour shows or yeah, one, one to showcase? Two, one to two, typically, depending okay. on the situation and stuff, but one to two hours, typically. Cool. And do you guys do any cover stuff? We do. Yep, we absolutely What band's he covering? Boy. I cover stuff all the time for yeah. references. I love doing it because yeah. I, I use that to learn different chord progressions, how yeah. this stuff all works, kind of yeah. experience different things, and it kind of comes out in my songwriting. Yeah. So I'm always curious if people so, are covering. Well, we were talking earlier about Three Dog Night. We do do a Three Dog Night. We we've done that. We've done Badfinger. Mm-hmm. We uh, which Badfinger tune? No matter what, I did it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. G love that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do. I'm no, half I think a, we're doing it in A. I do half a yeah, step. Yeah, we do low. it in A. Yeah. You go up. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I think we're doing it in A. We I got a pretty decent vocal would we range. Play this? No matter what you We played uh, the Cult, Little yep. Devil. Little Devil by uh, the, we cult. Did the Cult. We oh, the did, Cult uh, is outstanding. I got to put well, that we, in my head. You know what? This year we've been doing a couple stones. So we did um, Start Me Up mm-hmm. and then oh. um, Street Fighting Man. Street fighting so we've man. done that. Street mm-hmm. Fighting Man. Yeah. I haven't thought of that. I got to learn that yeah. one again. Oh, I've been doing. Uh, yeah, so, oh, Street Fighting Man's yeah. great. You know, well, Charlie yeah. Watts died, of course. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, a little homage there, and then they're they're touring. They're still fucking touring, and they're announcing. I, I just saw today they're announcing what the sixty tour or something, sixtieth year of the band. Oh, wow, it's unbelievable. They're coming back yeah. this summer. When I used to live, I live over by Como Lake. I was on the other side of Como Lake for years. I was walking my dog, and I could hear the Stones play from. I think they're at the U of M football at, at field. At TCF, I yeah. was there. Mm-hmm. And I was walking my dog and listening to the Rolling Stones live. And, yeah. It and they, blew they my it. mind. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them a few times. Mm-hmm. and uh, That was my first big rock concert. It was the Stones and Living Color opening for them. Living oh, yeah, Color? That was, steel, yeah. that was the Steel Wheels, steel Wheels tour yep. in 89. Yep. It was a killer. Yep. The stage barely fit in the Metrodome. It was yeah. massive. The Steel Wheels is one of my influential concerts of all time. The yeah. the actual video of it, too. Yeah. The Steel Wheels concert. Yeah. Um, I just watched it again recently with my friend Clyde, but they had, like, first of all, the album was awesome. They had Mixed Emotions, yep. that mm-hmm. song on there. Between a rock and a hard place, mm-hmm. and uh, that mixed emotions is a great song. I gotta write that down to learn that one again. <laughs> mixed emotions, yeah, yeah, I love that song. Oh, and Living Color was killer too. That's I mean, you know, that, they've that, got uh, so many songs that don't follow the traditional songwriting verse, yeah. chorus, this, that. You know, they really branch out. Yeah. I think it's Stones funny. Are, their own thing. Yeah, yeah, it's funny how things come full circle. So my friend Natalie's bartending tonight. She's a big fan of pro wrestling. We were talking about pro wrestling. <laughs> so I haven't worn a pro wrestling shirt like in two years, but I found one to wear down here. And one of the most famous pro wrestlers ever, CM Punk, his walk-up song is Living Color. And I haven't heard of oh, them yeah? and thought of them in years. Yeah. Cult of Personality. Cult of Personality. Yeah. yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, that Vivid still album. still playing. That Vivid, vivid album. Yeah, yeah, that's Killer, it. killer album. 
Over Easter, I got to check out my cousin's 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I'm tempted to contact Monir and ask about getting one of those. But for the time being, I still enjoy my black Jeep Cherokee guy from ID Chrysler. With 250,000 miles of old car, just too much for that poor thing to take. I found myself looking for a new dream ride at ID Chrysler, and the staff can more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out the inventory at ZubrotaCDJR.com or to the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zabrota, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Zabrota today. Enjoy a safe winter, soon-to-be spring season full of adventures and memories out on the open road in a new I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located in the corner of County Road B. And Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is the cold, hard truth. Rock with Dan Neal and John Snapita was an absolute blast last Thursday. Classic country with some rock and roll and lots of jamming. Thanks to the Donahue crew for always supporting. Natalie Shelley, now Dustin, the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. As of late, my libation of choice is a classic Greyhound cocktail. They're the quote 16-time world champion Ric Flair. Tasty little devils. Live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo, box, ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. Oh, God. But we, yeah, we do a Prince tune. We do a, a Beatles tune. We do a Zeppelin tune. We're doing currently doing an immigrant song. You're singing that? It's yeah. On the record. Yeah, it's on, it's on, yeah, it's uh, on this one. It's on uh, yeah, Rose Colored World. Yeah. The, what key do you do that one in? Same key. Same key. Okay. <laughs> um, when I'm not We sick, slowed it down a little bit. It's I don't, a little bit I don't know if I chugging. can do it right now with just coming off a, of, of a cold. But, I'm anxious uh, to hear that one. I did it Saturday, Friday night. But you, um, I mean, you were talking about just like steel wheels. To me, I always remember music by experiences, so I could totally visual picture I like the Steel Wheels tour. I was in the the very back row, you know, literally the last seat in the venue, and, and I, one of my greatest concerts, right? And TCF when they played there it was a great concert. Last week you did uh, the ACDC songs, and so I'm so I'm listening mm-hmm. to this right, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, all right, if you ask me what is my ACDC songs, mm-hmm. and it's totally it's, for me it wouldn't be about the song. For me it would be. TNT because that's when I first heard rock and roll in seventh grade art class and I was like fucking a I want to with do Bon that. Scott mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. with Bon Scott and then you shook me all night long mm-hmm. which was another first but not it's a family show I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> and then you know I saw ACDC in Birmingham England I was living in Oxford we road trip to Birmingham with some of my buddies and we saw that and you know knocking me out with the American what year? thighs that would have been. Uh, 87, 88. Mm-hmm. So about their blow up their video record time? What's that? Blow up your video, that album time? Or almost Razor's yeah, Edge? Yeah, probably about that. You okay. know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Back in Black was a soundtrack to my childhood. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, every song was just killer. So. I think it's kind of crazy that you and I were at the same Stones concert, yeah, you know, and right. I was... I, I was, can't believe it either. I yeah. was literally like, uh, what, 13, so. 14 years old and... and and you know, here we are in a band together now. We're, you know, just but it's kind of like, crazy. When I hear songs, and you know, you and I were talking. I, I, I thought your show is like what I hear on volume, which I listen to a lot on on XM radio. But I hear stuff, and it just brings me back to whatever was going on when I heard that song. I love it. music, the same baby. Way. Yeah. You know, we just saw it. You it's know, we heard thing. Three Dog Night. Uh, never been to Spain, and I'm like instantly, I'm at, you know, this venue playing that song. Mm-hmm. What what Three Dog Night song do you guys do? 
We're doing the uh, we did the it? joy to the world. joy to the joy world. Yeah. world. You mm-hmm. singing that stuff? Oh yeah. my well, god! Was, that was our Christmas song. So yeah, we, we, yeah. We did a Christmas <laughs> venue, or we yeah. did a Christmas Christmas s gig. We did our, that one. Our bass player Keith, he's been doing this thing, this Festivus show every every up until obviously the pandemic, but he'd been doing this fe- Festivus show every you know December and you know Festivus for the rest of us, right? You know, and so uh, bring so on we, the pole. Yeah, so we decided to try to work in sort of a holiday. Themed yeah. song, you know, and so we yeah, did we some learned U2 that one on St. Patrick's Day a couple, yeah, know, like yeah. four or five years ago. So. Yeah. I think all those Three Dog Night songs written by that country singer Hoyt Axton, that was in the movie like Gremlins, the dad in the movie Gremlins. Oh, really? I wonder how he wrote. They might, I wonder if he wrote those songs like in five minutes. Because I'm not, you know, Jared. Wow, I could never sing that stuff. That's just so yeah. high. I can't believe it. And I got a high singing voice yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, it's on that. It's on that uh, rose colored world there. So oh check it out, God. man. Yeah. We. Uh, yeah. That was the first track cover we ever actually. Like yeah, that. it's the last yeah. track. Yeah. It's the first cover we ever recorded. Everything else we've ever recorded is original. Yeah. That was the first one we did. Okay. And I, we I slowed it, it down. I thought a it bit. would be fun to put it on there. And Carl's like, "What if we get sued?" I'm like, "It'll be the best thing that ever happened to us if Jimmy Page sues us." <laughs> we didn't get sued. We didn't get sued yet. <laughs> yet. Robert Plant, we're playing your song. Yeah, well, we actually bought the rights to uh, to do so. In well, so. you do it through your yeah, yeah. You know, the, yeah. You know everybody complains about the music business. The good and the bad, right? Is mm-hmm. you know you have access to GarageBand and all these programs where you can actually make a pretty decent recording. I do this on GarageBand. Yeah, and and then the distribution piece is the barriers to that and having a label and everything. I mean, anybody can pretty much get their music on Spotify. Now it's up to you to get it through the. The, the, the maze of uh, people to, mm-hmm. to cut through. But. How is this going selling CDs? I don't know if I'm going to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, I mean, I have a CD player for for uh, uh, for the podcast and stuff. Like yep. my Jeep, I don't have a CD player. Honestly, but we, people say they, they still sell a bunch of CDs. It, 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 you know, what's obviously been tougher the last couple of years with the pandemic and not being able to play many, you know, many shows, you know, um, so, but we we only did a run of two hundred for this this uh, for Tempest, just because yeah it, it you know more and more people are just going digital all digital and but we mainly at this point we'll we'll do a small run every album just because we like you know we're old school like that we like yeah. to have a physical copy but we're not gonna we're the days of us pressing five hundred a thousand CDs are are long yeah, gone. And, and to me, it goes back to you know people come to a show they have a great time they want they want to remember that show and you know so. They they buy a CD, we sign it for them, and it becomes a, you know, yeah. a, a memento, a memento souvenir yeah. from the show, right? And yeah, it goes souvenir. back to music yeah. and experience, and that even if they don't, that item brings it. back the hey, I was at that show, and they're yeah. a band kind yeah. of thing. Speaking of concerts and memorable experiences, so the first concert I ever saw as a kid, I went and saw uh, Soul Asylum with Tina and the B Sides, Brother Kane, and Gin Blossoms. Cool. Are you a Jim Blossoms fan? Um, because your voice is—it's similar to the guy from Jim Blossoms. We, if you ask I've me. heard that. I've heard that before. Um. Yeah, 
I get I get him. I get sometimes uh, the guy from Counting Crows. I get sometimes Chris Cornell if I'm really doing a lot of the you know more uh, more screamy stuff. And you know, um, I get per- Pearl Jam a lot too, Eddie Vedder. But okay. um, but yeah, I'm a Gin Blossoms fan. Fan. I, I, I I'm not. I don't like have all their records or anything. But no, I think I there was the they were a solid uh, '90s '90s rock band. Do you know what I just learned? Do you know what a Gin Blossom is? Do you know what it is? I, I, I've heard it before, but I totally forgot. It's when your nose is all yeah. red from <laughs> boozing. Oh, from being a, a boozer, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd heard that before, but yeah. yeah no, I know. So who would your vocal influences be? Those same people that you're hearing, or is there something that we're missing? No, I mean, uh, I, actually, none of those guys are like huge vocal influences for me. Honestly, probably my biggest vocal influences are guys like, uh, you know, Robert Plant and uh, Paul Westerberg uh, of The Replacements. Uh, As a vocal influence? Um. Yeah, I mean, he's not known as like a great singer, but he, he actually, you know, I liked his style a lot. Ryan Adams, a uh, big fan of his, um, you know. But, uh, you know, actually, honestly, George Michael was the first guy I listened to when I was a kid, man. I, like, I was so into that Faith album, and, like, I would sit home and listen to that. And all of George Michael's influences were all Motown, you know. Oh, well, I guess it would be nice. So really, like um, you know, he, you know, I you follow that train back to Motown, you know, and um, and I think that's where I get the soul in my in my voice comes from from that sort of early influence of George Michael, who was influenced by Motown, you know, um, and I love Motown now, you know, I mean, and you know Marvin Gaye and you know uh, Curtis Mayfield and all that stuff is so good, James Brown, I mean. Love all of it. One artist that gets mentioned in our top five shows all the time is George Michael. I just, yeah. he's just one of the best white male singers, I think. Very ever. soulful. Very soulful singer. Yeah, just know? outstanding. I don't know how the mm-hmm. heck he does that. He's just incredible. Yeah. Um, just a side point. So I used to be a big mark for Ryan Adams. Like, I loved Ryan Adams. I dressed like him. I had my like I'd wear the the coat and had the hair and I I wanted to meet him. I wanted to be the next Ryan Adams. I was writing songs stuff yeah. like that. And then in my opinion is quality music went way way down. I kind of forgot mm-hmm. about it years and years. And then you hear he's kind of a dirtbag. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then how does that make you you still claimed like are you still a fan of him or how much how much emphasis is that put on your fandom of Ryan Adams? Uh, okay that's I'm glad you asked because yeah I've 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 had discussions with my girlfriend about this because yeah he there was some you know been some controversy about him sort of using his prestige as a rock star to basically go after underage women and and say he can make their make their careers and whatnot and you know hey I can I can make you you know just come on over and let's have a few drinks and a good time and um, so that's that. That stuff is not cool. Not cool with that at all. Um, and and I think it's extra gross to be like trying to use your 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 position as a you know made musician to to try and you know get underage girls in bed with you. But I will say this: I do try to separate the the person from the music. And uh, I whatever the guy is like in real person in, in real life, who, who he is as a person. 
He wrote he wrote some great songs, you know, and uh, I, I still a great song is a great song. Um, now has has my opinion of him as a person changed? Yes, but um, you know I also know he's now like five or six years sober. He's changed his, you know, he's not doing the drugging and the drinking anymore, and he's trying to he's trying to improve himself as a human being. Um, so I'll give him some credit for that. But but I always try to separate the music from the song or music music from the musician, you know. Because the way I see it, a great song is a great song. You know, I mean, you look at any musician throughout history, you're going to find faults in that person if you look hard enough, right? You know, none of us are perfect, and uh, we all have our shortcomings. But, um, you know, if you write a great song, you know, that's like a little piece of heaven that you can't mess with. You know what I mean? Well said. I, I, I said to hell with Ryan Adams well, years and years ago, but I was like, oh, whatever. Anyone said a random song is playing on my phone. <laughs> And I used to, like I said, the biggest mark for Ryan Adams of all time. And then the song Jacksonville Skyline came on when he was in the band Whiskey Town. And I was driving home after this gig. I had to teach in the morning in Wisconsin somewhere. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, that song is, I don't care what he did. That yep. song is outstanding. Yep. Yep. Whatever. I still have a T-shirt of his, and I haven't worn it since I found out about all the skeevy stuff. But I've still got it. I'm just not sure... What to do with it exactly? If I'll wear it ever again, or if I'm gonna throw it out, or what? But, but uh, so I, I don't wear his T-shirt anymore. But uh, I still got all his. You know, I'll, ne- I'll never get rid of his music. You know, I, I can't. It's just like it's it's too you know it's too good. Invitations 